If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show, final segment. Thanks again to Chad Simmons and Tom Deanhart here for joining us as we talked about a number of different things. Uh, but wanted to close now with some recruiting with Nate Klaus. Nate, the drought is finally over. <laughs> As we speculated for a while, Nebraska with a couple of commitments um, over the weekend as they were able to land um, you know, some guys that were on their board. And I think they're pretty close, Nate, on getting some other guys. But let's first talk about the two commitments the Huskers picked up here over the final weekend of the evaluation or uh, recruiting period. Yeah, it was a big weekend. I mean, they had... Nebraska had close to 30 different players uh, with offers on campus last weekend, and, and that in itself was, was a huge deal. And, and the majority of those guys were underclassmen. So, uh, but out of the seven official visitors uh, that they got, they, you know, they, they ended up getting Timon Lynham on Sunday. And uh, he's the big, you know, he's 6'2", 180-pound cornerback out of Orlando, Florida. Um, that is really kind of flying under the radar. He's got 15 to 17 offers, you know, right in that range. But you know, a lot, a lot of them are from smaller schools. Um, he's only, you know, he's got four or five Power Five offers. But uh, boy, I tell you what, you 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 turn on the film, and that kid is the exact type of player that Travis Fisher loves to recruit. He's a big, tall, lengthy cornerback that's uh, you know very tough and physical. Um, you know, he, he can run, he can, he makes plays on the football. I mean, he does everything, uh, you know, that, that Travis Fisher likes. He, he certainly fits the mold of, of the type of cornerback or defensive back in general that he's recruited since he's been here at Nebraska. And, uh, and I think the, you know, in terms of his size, they, they love his toughness, his physicality. Uh, but also I think he's a guy that could play corner nickel or even maybe even safety down the road. And, and that's another trait that, that I think Travis Fisher really likes to recruit. He, he likes to find guys that, that are versatile players and that he can mix and match in the back end of the defense there and, um, you know, bring a lot of versatility uh, to the table. And, and that's what Lineham does. And uh, I know for a fact that this is a kid – and when they saw him and offered him in the spring, they felt like they needed to get him on campus as soon as possible because they felt like, you know, by October of his senior year, he was going to be gaining a lot of more attention and a lot more offers. And, and so they wanted to get him on campus as soon as possible and try to wrap up the, his recruitment early uh, before a lot of new teams came knocking on his door. And, and there probably will be some new teams that come knocking later on, but um, you know, from, from talking with him, exchanging some messages with him, he's locked in, he's solid. Um, you know, and, and somebody aside from the coaches, somebody that played a large factor in this deal was Braxton Clark. 
another Orlando area cornerback uh, that has similar size. And, and they went a whole year, Nate, without a Florida guy. And Nebraska didn't yeah. sign a Florida kid in the 2019 class. Yeah, and that was that was a big deal. Um, and you know, I kind of mentioned that in, in my write up too that. Um, you know, not only is Lynham kind of the maybe the first domino to fall here in the summer months to kind of end that dry spell, but he's the first Florida kid that they've gotten since that 2018 class after not signing anybody in 2019. So that's a big deal as well. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. Let's talk about Alex Kahn then, too, the offensive lineman out of Kansas. Nebraska essentially went into Kansas and signed maybe the two best linemen in the state. Uh, Turner Corcoran, the number one player in Kansas, and Alex Kahn, another long-levered guy that fits the profile of linemen they want. And I think just perceptionally it's a really big deal when you have Chris Kleiman, a national championship coach at now Kansas State, and Les Miles, a former national championship coach at LSU at KU. They've gotten 37, 38 early commits between the two programs. These were two guys they wanted to keep in state. They had that year one momentum, and Nebraska was able to go in there and essentially pluck the two best tackle prospects in the region um, from Kansas to get up here and, and, and commit to the Huskers. Yeah, recruiting the 500-mile radius this year has been kind of a different dynamic with when you when you talk about Les Miles and Chris Kleiman and uh, and then Mel Tucker in Colorado. you got three brand-new coaches. And, with big ideas. Yeah, with big ideas. And the first thing that every new coach always says is, we're going to lock down our borders, we're going to keep our best players at home. And, <clears throat> and for the most part, I mean – when you look at the commitment lists from from all three of those schools, they're they're doing a better job seemingly of keeping talent at home. But Nebraska was able to go into Kansas and get arguably, you know, for sure the top two linemen, in my opinion, uh, and arguably, you know, maybe tackle bodies. So is huge. Yeah, because um, they've made a living on the six three type of guy for exactly. years, but getting the six 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 seven six eight guy. That's where Nebraska has really struggled in recruiting over the years. They have, and and for them to not have to go clear across halfway across the country to get a body like that is is really huge. And and Alex Kahn has that. He's six six two seventy five. He's so he's got the the height, he's got the length, and the and his, his the body makeup. You know, he's not a kid that's going to come in and where you have to have him drop twenty thirty pounds of bad weight before you can start. Dave to, Ellis to build loves that. Yeah, they, and they absolutely love that. And. Uh, I mean, they it, you you watch the film. He's a big athlete. He can get out and run in space. He can move his feet extremely well. He can pull. He can do all these different things. Where I think when you look at where Nebraska wants their offense to be in terms of tempo and, and speed, uh, they want athletic, big athletic bodies that can move down the football field in big chunks and not get you know tired. Uh, so I, I don't know if we're really ever going to see. Nebraska go after a big 330 pound high school kid where you're going to have to shed a bunch of bad weight off him out of the gates I think these are the types of guys that they like and um, the other thing I like about Alex Kahn is that he's he's pretty much a no-nonsense type of kid which kind of fits with what Greg Austin is what he likes in that offensive line group um, you know what Turner Corcoran is and really all the guys that, that Greg Austin has signed since he's gotten here they're all pretty much the same you know they don't like the the frills and um, they're not into you know all the social media attention and all that stuff. They're they're pretty much you know pretty grounded guys that like to that like to work hard and and, and get after it. And and I think that's what Alex Kahn likes. And uh, you know it came down to Nebraska and Oklahoma State for him, and uh, he just felt more comfortable at Nebraska. Nate Malik Reed uh, was a guy that was here this weekend. Um, gave us glowing reports about the visit, but then commits to Wisconsin about a day later. 
Were you surprised by that, knowing what he told Mike Mattia and our staff following the visit in Nebraska? I was surprised by that. I mean, anytime you've got a recruit who has taken a total of four official visits and and says, hey, my last official visit uh, was to Nebraska, and that was the best visit I've been on, and and now I'm I'm ready to make a decision. I need to go home and talk to my dad, um, you know, and and I, I, I know where I want to go. It's like, okay, well, that's, that's pretty cut and dry. He's, he's going to go to Nebraska. If, if his best visit was to Nebraska, he liked everything about it, then you know, it, it kind of led you to believe that he was Nebraska's. But I think there was something that changed you know, within the, that 24 hours of him getting home and, and then him eventually announcing on Monday that he was going to be going to uh, – or Tuesday whenever that announcement eventually came out that he was going to be going to Wisconsin. I uh, you know, I think when you look back at it, maybe it, it hurt that his dad, for whatever reason, wasn't able to come on the visit. He had his mind made up, it sounded like, about Wisconsin. The dad did. I think, yeah. I, I think the dad had his mind made up on Wisconsin. And, and um, you know, and I don't want to say he talked Malik out of Nebraska. Like, I don't know what types of conversations they had. But certainly something changed there, uh, you know, from the time that Malik Reed left Nebraska on Sunday and then, you know, announced just, you know, uh, a day or two later. So, uh, but, you know, it hurts Nebraska. They, they ha- obviously have a big need for inside linebackers in this class, for linebackers in general. But at the same time, they're still in on a number of guys too. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. And a lot of those guys have visited here over the last month. And so, or, or dating back to the spring game, I think there's probably been about six inside linebackers with offers that have been on campus. So, um, you know, it's not all hope is lost. Uh, but And I think things are still trending in the right direction with a number of different inside linebacker targets. We'll have lots to talk about and discuss with recruiting here as in our next couple of weeks we're going to do some big picture looks at the offensive and defensive boards with Nate. Uh, but that wraps it up here for this edition of the Husker Online Show. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 